This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Gracie and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you to John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis, the owners and operators of WABC, and to the president of our Red Apple Media, Chad Lopez. We had a lovely time tonight at a dinner uh, uh, honoring the ratings, enormous rating success of uh, WABC Radio. And uh, while I'm on it, I want to thank you folks. Uh, as I mentioned last night, um, this program, and I really feel this way, sincerely feel this way. It's not because of me. It's because of you folks, the engaging conversation that I get from you morning after morning after morning. And uh, we are... Uh, number one, number one, not just AM, midnight to 1 AM, not just uh, FM, but all of New York, number uno. And not just me, Rita Cosby, uh, Bill O'Reilly's doing quite well, uh, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, and all of this is because of you folks. And so I want to thank Rita Cosby, and I'm going to continue on the topic that she was discussing with a little uh, different twist, if you will. Strong words from the mayor, uh, Eric Adams, following the uh, shooting of the police officer in the arm. The suspect with a long rap sheet died following the Wild Bronx uh, shooting. With police, the officer was hit in the arm, but is okay. And again, the suspect is dead, was shot in the head. This morning, I want you to think about something. Because on this one, Mayor Adams is correct. He's a thousand percent correct. And here's what I want you to think about. What do you do? If your police department is making the arrest, but the criminal justice system keeps letting them out, what do you do? You're the mayor. Your police are making the arrest, but the criminal justice system keeps letting them out. 
We are taking your calls on this topic, or one of many that I'm going to get to this morning, 1-800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I want you to listen to what Mayor Adams um, had to say as it relates to, and on this one, the mayor is dead on. And I thought about tonight what, what the mayor said. In terms of when's the last time you folks have seen a positive story about NYPD officers? They're always under attack. They put their lives on the line each and every day. Listen, folks, to what the mayor had to say. I feel like I'm in an alternate reality. We're probably the only civilized country that sends their troops into battle and then criticize them every day. So we do. That father and son-in-law, future son-in-law, in spite of all that we say about them, they go out there again with the uncertainty of, of coming home. And all we do is criticize them. That's all we do. I don't hear any good stories about the men and women who are protecting us from the bad people. No one is talking about that. Adams is correct. When a person is right, they're right. Where are the positive stories about all of our hero police officers? Where are they? You see, folks, and and I'm not going to get started with the wokeness and the uh, far-left organizations this morning. I'm not going to do it. You already know how I feel. We, society, have let the narrative go way, way, way too far to the far left, where the criminal is now the hero. That's the world that we live in. I was uh, happy to see another story on my mind. The uh, Department of Justice has enlisted for further uh, assistance U.S. Marshals to boost uh, security for Supreme Court justices as it relates to the outrage over uh, Roe v. Wade. I've made no bones about it. You should not be protesting in front of their homes. And so now the marshal service, and they are the best of the best of the best, will be assisting the Supreme Court police uh, on on that matter. Something I found interesting, and oh, by the way, on the abortion front, as I told you folks um, last night, uh, Democrats were pushing a vote, and it was just a symbolic, just uh, playing politics. Uh, to keep abortion legal nationwide, and it fell, it, it did not succeed uh, because of a GOP-led uh, filibuster. And as I said last night, they just didn't have the votes, the Democrats. So why do the vote? And, you know, I'm, I'm curious as to how would you folks handle this situation? Because I don't know what I would do. You may have heard about it by now. Broadway star Patti LaPone involved with an F-word rant with a massless 
audience member during a performance and uh, the actress was upset. Uh, You know, she's quite famous for her, let's say, uh, colorful mannerisms. And uh, the patron shouted back, I pay your salary. And here was the exchange. It's hard to hear the patron, but it's not hard to hear what Patty Lapone had to say. Okay, Matt, so the question becomes, because I have no idea before we go to the telephone calls, I'm going to go back to the crime issue with Mayor Adams in just a moment, but I have no idea how I would react to a situation like that. Yeah, How how about yourself? I mean, the rules are the rules. Mm -hmm. If the rule is you're supposed to wear a mask while you're in the theater, then you got to wear it over your nose. Otherwise, don't go to the show. Okay. They know what the rule is. I, I, I agree with you on that. But part of the show should, should not be a profanity-laced, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Tyree. Yes. So how would you handle that? If I was her on stage? No, or if, if I was the, the audience patron. Yes. Being yelled at? I yes, would just, like that. I would just put my mask on. They should, I mean, what are you supposed to do? You paid, you paid, you did, you paid to see the show, but you don't pay your salary. If you didn't come, somebody else would have been in that seat. It's not like this is true, right? So if if I was that person, I would have said, "I'm I'm sorry, you're you're 100 percent right," and I would have pretended like, "Oh, I'm, I didn't realize my mask fell below my nose," because some mm-hmm. people do. I've seen it all the time. People walk around with the mask below their nose, and everybody knows it's not supposed to be like that. It was the point of the mask. So I would have been like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I I, I, I didn't realize." And I would have played stupid because I don't want to be made fun of in front of right. a whole theater full of people. Right. 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 Um, I don't know how I would have responded to that type of situation. But you would have wore the mask properly. I, I, hopefully I would have wore the mask properly. But sometimes you don't know if it's going to, you know, uh, come down a little bit. Sometimes you don't get to control that. Sometimes, you know, you're not aware of the fact, but you're not expected to be uh, – Talk to uh, that way. Well, the fact that the person was arguing with her uh-huh. knows that the mask was not on right and they were being defiant. Otherwise, you wouldn't argue. Right. Well, you know, and that's that's why I'm putting that question out there, Matt, because I honestly don't know how I would respond to a situation like that if I'm the patron. Right. Yeah, you know? it's, it's crazy to be yelled at by the performer. Right. In front of a theater full of people. Right. And then, like I said, you, you heard the reaction of the crowd when she said, I pay your salary. And then went, oh. Right. Because they're like, you're, you're purposely being defiant. You're purposely not following the rules that you knew what they were when you bought the ticket. And you're coming under attack from not just any uh, actress, but from the star of the show. That's right. So I don't know. No, notice I'm not answering. I didn't see that, Dominic. <laughs> You're avoiding. 
<laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Matt. Um, you know that that's very interesting. So, folks, let's let's go back to crime here. The um, and Mayor Adams is right. I, I have to be completely honest. The police can make a million arrests if the criminal justice system is not going to uh, com- completely uh, process them to the way we're used to, instead of this new system of wokeness, then what can any mayor do in a situation like this? The situation in the Bronx, 25-year-old Lameek Smith died at St. Barnabas Hospital about 3.30 a.m., right? About an hour after the uh, wounded officer exited the hospital and rightfully so, to a cheering line of police officers and well-wishers, including the commissioner. This guy had at least nine prior arrests, including a 2016 robbery pattern conviction on Staten Island, given five years probation, but busted for gun possession while on probation. As the mayor says, why wasn't this guy in jail? Coulda, woulda, shoulda been in jail on a on a gun rap, but instead was in a court-ordered mental health program when he got into the uh, shootout with police officers. Brooklyn prosecutors say they asked uh, that the suspect be held on $50,000 bail, citing the 2016 robbery conviction on Staten Island, for which he served four months in jail and was sentenced to five years of probation. The judge denied the request and allowed the man to remain free without bail. And as a result, a police officer was shot in the arm. It could have been in the chest. It could have been in the head. We are thankful that this officer is okay. And I see your phone calls, but I also want to point out, and Pat Lynch, the president of the PBA, made this point. So the officer was at the hospital being treated, Lincoln uh, Medical Center in the Bronx. At the same time, a 17-year-old boy who was shot outside a Bronx grocery store was taken to Lincoln as well. This happened at about West 170th Street and Ogden Avenue in High Bridge, right? And so the young man was shot in the chest and died. And here's what Pat Lynch of the PBA had to say. The pubs don't care where that bullet rounds. Today, it landed on a police officer. Tomorrow, will it be your child at the bus stop? Will it be you going to work? Will it be you standing on your stoop? And that's the reality of the world that we live in, or at least the city that we live in, New York City. So I see a few of you want to talk about the uh, the play incident, but let's start with Nick in New Jersey on crime. Good morning, Nick, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, hi, Dominic. Well, I wanted to get back on what uh, Rita was talking about, what that uh, 87-year-old woman that got pushed and the woman that's in, in jail uh, without bail, well, that's absolutely correct. But 
you know, my reasoning is the reason she's still in jail without bail is because she's white. If she had been black, she'd probably be out of jail already. And, and another thing I want to say. Oh, okay, we- okay, Mick, Mick, Mick. Oh, Mick. Okay, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deal with this for a second. How can you make such an assumption like that? Because that's the way it is. Okay, but wait, 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 Nick. Do you have anything to back up your point of view? Uh, Except for just your speculation? Your DA, he's he's slanted to let all the blacks go out nice and easy on no bail and easy go. Uh, how come we? And also, how come we don't have this problem in New Jersey? We don't have any kind of problem like this in New Jersey. When you, okay, New Jersey. wait, well, wait, wait, Nick. When you say you don't have a problem like this, I don't know. You didn't define like this is. I don't know, understand what you're saying. When people get arrested, they go to jail over right, here. They right. don't. They, they get arrested for shoplifting. They go to jail. The right. Morris County Jail. They go to serious. Right. They spend weeks. Months in jail. They don't. Uh, they're not let out on some kind of easy uh, uh, disappearance ticket, like uh, a Curtis Lee refers to a, dis- a disappearance ticket, not appearance ticket. They're just let out easy go. You know, here in New Jersey, you get arrested, you go to jail. Right. I I hear you, Nick. And What's I think the problem over there in New York. I, I thank you for the call, but but I mean to just to just broad brush, broad brush. Say, listen, I believe in in calling the spade a spade. I really do. And so, if you have any numbers to back up your point about uh, uh, what you said, white suspects being held, black sex suspects being released, I would love to see the information. All I can tell you is in the city of New York. In the city of New York, the problem is predominantly African-Americans committing crimes against other African-Americans, and that's where we stand. That's where nobody wants to call it for what it is. Everybody wants to sugarcoat it. Everybody wants to say uh, Black Lives Matter. Everybody wants to say the woke thing but nobody wants to deal with the reality of what is really, really going on. Let's take a uh, call as it relates to the situation with uh, Patty Lapone and the foul language <laughs> that she used. Um, let's go to Stefano in the Bronx. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Good morning. So I basically think it's pretty simple. I think sometimes people just try to overthink everything. It's, uh, in my opinion, anyway. So I think that she was basically just virtue singling because she wanted another round of applause. And I think that the lady that made the comment about paying your salary, I think it was just a nervous reaction in front of being embarrassed like that. I don't think that she really took that much to think it through. I think one just wanted another applause for virtue singling, and the other one just got nervous and felt embarrassed in front of everybody and just spit out the first thing that came to her mind. Mm. Well, why? Why? I'm just curious why. I agree with you on the nervousness of the uh, patron, but why would Patty Lapone 
with her ability need another applause? In style. You want to stay relevant. Everything mm. is relevant, and you're good. You're only as good as you're only as good as your last uh, hurrah. That's it. So hey, hey, people now, now they start feeling it. Now, now that ahead, part now. that part is true. I thank you for the uh, call. Before I take a break, let's go to BJ in Queens. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. First of all, congrats, Dominic. Well earned. Thank you. Number one. But the the thanks goes out to to you folks because um, the calls that come in, and, you know, I I haven't really discussed the ratings, but the trends have been going up, up, up. And, of course, management follows every inch of it. And to be number one is not a – really about me it's about you folks it really is but go ahead okay patty lapone is a fake phony liberal she's a snob and essentially that lady sues lapone for almost causing an incident there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things and lapone caused almost caused a big scene you know dominic i used to go to broadway shows about three times a month before the pandemic, I went to a Broadway show like a Yankee fan goes to a Yankee game, and I've seen them, and I've met some of the best stars and some of the greatest, and I have some of the greatest memorabilia. I don't talk about this much, but I'll tell you what, they won't get a dime of my money because they promote a woke liberal agenda, and they harass people. I remember one time I went to La Caja Faux. One of these guys jumped off the stage and kissed me on the forehead and left a huge stain of uh, red uh, lipstick you know, I don't know if you're familiar with that play. The Le Cajafo is a, a movie with uh, Gene Hackman and uh, Rob Williams, and it's about uh, gay stuff and all this. Uh, uh, it's got gay themes and such. And I tell you, these guys really—it's all this. It's all about shaming and naming people. And as far as I'm concerned, I hope that elderly lady who probably came in from Long Island or wherever she came in. You know, to see a nice play, and and she got an earful from this fake phony liberal. I hope she gets a nice lawyer, and she gets a nice big sack of cabbage. Well, you you know, BJ, thank you for the call. I have to be honest with you. I don't see a single ground in which Patty Lapone could be sued, but but the patron of uh, perhaps does have a uh, the right to be uh, very upset. And you know, I I really haven't thought it out as to how I would respond uh, if I was on the end of being talked to like that. We see all the calls that are coming in uh, from Massachusetts to Forest Hills to Staten Island to the Bronx and Brooklyn. We are going to take a break. When we come back, a number of issues going on, as I mentioned, including the U.S. Marshals uh, pitching in at the request of the Justice Department to protect Supreme Court justices. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I heard you were looking for me. And we are back. 
Talk Radio 77 WABC. So I'm looking at uh, Instagram and Steffi Ann 53 says, I am listening. Well, Steffi Ann 53, thank you for listening. <laughs> and um, I'm looking at uh, some of the uh, emails that I'm uh, receiving. Uh, one from a friend of the program, uh, Sal, and Sal says, I now sincerely doubt if the democratically controlled legislature will rewrite the hug thug laws to deal with these rabies-infected type recidivists roaming about freely. They are too well protected in Albany. It's time to vote them out of office. Because of them, New York has become a corrupt, overtaxed, and criminal-loving uh, leffer colony. That's according to uh, to uh, Sal, a, fe- a friend of the program. And uh, let's continue with the telephone call. So we're talking crime. We're talking the situation with Patty Lapone, And we are talking the um, Supreme Court. U.S. Marshals are going to boost uh, security. And uh, the stunt uh, the Democrats pulled today, uh, and it's a stunt because they know that the votes were not there to keep abortion legal nationwide. It uh, it fell to uh, the GOP-led filibuster, as we all knew was going to happen. And here's how verse, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, how she responded. The Senate failed to stand in defense of a woman's right to make decisions about her own body. And let's be clear, the majority of the American people believe in defending a woman's right, her choice, to decide what happens to her own body. Vice President Kamala Harris. Okay, let's go back to, I believe, the issue of crime Stan in Forest Hills wants to talk about. So let's do it. Good morning, Stan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, buddy. How are you? By I'm the way, doing congratulations well. on your numbers. Well, thank you. Thank you. We've known that they've been good for a while, Stan, but I just haven't said anything. Well, uh, but but it's a tremendous accomplishment thanks to people like you well, and Jennifer are- and Audrey and I could go and Michael. I can go on and Roger. I can go on and on and on. And so thanks to you folks. Well, when I call, you know there's going to be reaction. You'll get called. So I'm, I'm a shill for you. You know that. I'm a shill for you. You know that. Uh, it's true, but okay. The point, is, the point I want to say, first of all, about Patty, uh, for years in, in, on Broadway, there were other incidents with people with cell phones where the actors would stop a performance and say, hey, do you want to talk or do you want to listen to what I'm doing? And there, that's been done many times. Of course, now it's the pandemic. I, Ms. Ms. Lapone, as far as I'm concerned, did exactly what was necessary to be done. You need to embarrass the person, as was done when it was a cell phone issue. And so the woman said, please put on your mask because the person next to you might get whatever you got. So I, I, I give her absolute cheers and credo. And uh, as the gentleman who you have working with you said, if it's part of the law that you have to wear a mask, wear the damn mask or go out to, to the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. I, mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. Anyway, let's get back to crime. Uh, you know, there was a time in this country. I know the mayor is screaming this and screaming that. Uh, there are some things the city can do that has not been done or can be implemented. Like One what? of them is, and it's been done. California for you over many years ago, but has stopped institution 
of curfews. I believe curfews work. I believe curfews can be done in certain areas, even possibly the south. That also means closing down certain areas of the city at oh, specific okay, times. Okay, but Stan, but, but we don't have enough police officers to carry that out. If, it if, ain't if, about police if, officers. If, but wait, 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 wait. If the city can't stop uh, whatever term you want to use to describe these uh and I don't even want to say young people because half of them are, are middle. I don't want to say middle-aged men, but grown men uh, riding these uh, motorcycles and, and bikes like complete idiots. If you can't stop them from riding a bike in a reckless way, how in the world could you enforce a curfew? Can enforce a curfew. I have what you just said. I have them running here about 12, 1 o'clock in the morning in packs. Now, wow. I have a police station over here. Wow. I mean, get, you know, get out of the car, get the cars ready, and when you hear them, go. I mean, the you know, I keep hearing, you know, uh, the police are under this and that. Well, they can get in the car. I mean, well, what is this garbage? They can get in the car. I never see the police going after the packs and so forth. So there can be curfews, and we can put a warning out. If you're out with a certain thing, out, you, you know, you're going to be stopped, and you're going to be ticketed. And so we can ticket these people. Let's give them $1,000 tickets. Let's, get, let's take them away. I mean, you know, the crime thing is one thing. We can do things, uh, quality of life things, and make them pay, make it very bad for them. Absolutely. So curfews have worked. Of course, we haven't well, had curfews in this country. In L.A., they had them, and it worked. That was like in the 50s and 60s. Well, well Stan, I, I, no, I just want to say I appreciate your call. I need to move on because we have a lot of other callers. I want you to have a great morning. But, folks, you know, I, I live outside of uh, Rockland County. Can you imagine if you paid um, for first-time homebuyer, let's just say, and you paid five hundred thousand, or maybe maybe you're not a first time home buyer. Maybe you paid three quarters of a million. Maybe you paid a million and up, and you've got to deal with this nonsense in the city of New York. I mean, it's ridiculous. And as I said at the top of the show, this is one. Now that I'm looking at it from the uh, other side, they say never judge a person until you've walked a mile in their shoes. Adams, the mayor of New York, is correct. What is he supposed to do when he says, I'm using the mayor's words, that the police have got 2,600 guns off the streets and the suspects are out roaming the street? What type of nonsense is that? A lot of you want to talk about Patty Lapone. We'll get back to that in just one second. But let's go to Gail in Manhattan. Good morning, Gail. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You and Rita should arrange for Stan to get his own talk show. You give him so much time every night. I get tired of hearing from him, I'll be honest. Anyway, I have two quick opinions. Um, I think I'm disappointed in you. I don't think you're being honest with us when you say you you're, you just can't see – you. you sure that if this the young woman that pushed the elderly woman on the curb that if her race has anything to do with the fact that she's in prison now because she's white you know it does come on let's be real here we don't need you to be politically correct okay wait 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 gail wait you don't have to talk fast i'm I'm not going to cut you off so so you're telling me that because a caller called and said that she's in jail because she's white and I say, do you have anything to back that up? 
then that means I'm not being candid with you. I'm not being honest. I think you're saying the, you know, the nice thing, but you know very well she's being held in jail when nobody else is. If she were black, it would have been a misdemeanor. And okay. she, okay, Gail, Gail, it's a serious crime where someone died. Oh, I agree, but there. Plenty of equally serious crimes, and the people are, are right okay, out. Gail, can you tell me one where it involves a murder and, and the person is really uh, – initially she was out on bail. And I think her mom put up uh, $500,000, and then she was, reprim- she was remanded by the court. Can you give me one case uh, involving a minority where it involves a murder and they were let go right away? Or let go within a matter of months. It wasn't really a murder. It was an accident. It okay, wasn't, but murder means tre- it was pre- planned okay. and preconceived. Okay, so can you give me an example? So because if you can give me an example, then maybe I can see it your I said way. It wasn't a murder. You know, you're no, I it heard in the wrong you. I, no, 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 no. I heard you on that. I'm saying to you, give me an example. I think the charge is manslaughter in that case. I, I believe. Don't hold me to that, Gail. But if you're you're going to say that she's being locked up because she's white, at least give me something to back that up with. No, I didn't write it out ahead of time. I'd have to think a little bit. So you got me on that. I just know it's true. And everyone else does, too. Another quick opinion. I think Patty Lapone's behavior was out. I saw saw on the news screeching and cursing at this woman. She should kiss her feet for paying a fortune to come and sit in that theater and watch her. Okay. Okay. But Gail, let me, let me give you the flip side of that. Just real quick. Patty Lapone is getting her salary no matter what, (laughs) period. So why should she be kissing someone's feet? uh, Stay away in droves. Well, at her level, she has guaranteed contracts, period. I, I hear you with the overall point, Gail, that you're saying that the performers should be appreciative, that the audience members are, are paying possibly up to $200 and more for a ticket, and she pulled the uh, diva routine. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the lady's mask was just down uh, below her nose, Gail, but I do thank you uh, for the call. Thank you very much. Let's go to our friend. Well, let's go first. Let's go to Jacqueline in Manhattan. Good morning, Jacqueline. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, uh, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, curiously, I just came back from seeing Patty Lapone's show. Oh, and, and how, was you how was it? How was it? Uh, it's not for me. I didn't care for it. I had seen the original, uh, but each generation should see it because okay. it resonates with young people. Okay. But anyway, uh, in the Patty matter, Patty is known for doing this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine Hepburn did it once with somebody taking a picture. This is, I think Patty saw an opportunity for, oh, new Patty headlines in tomorrow's paper. Mm. She should not have cursed this woman out. If it bothered her, she was not even near where this woman was. She could have signaled to somebody in the wings, whispered in their ear, and a house manager would have gone and either asked the woman to put the mask on or told the woman to leave. It could have been handled very subtly, but Patty chose to make a volcanic seen out of it for her own advantage. Hey, so Jacqueline. That's my take on okay, yeah. I, I hear you, but let me just uh, ask this of you. I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I don't know Patty Lapone. I, I don't know why, how I would have reacted to that situation 
uh, if I was the patron. But I'm just asking you this question. Now, I know you're probably going to tell me she should be professional. But how do you know she didn't get a phone call from her agent with bad news uh, before the show or from a family member? Or or she might have felt that she had a bad performance. I mean, I don't know. But would that change your perspective in any way? Um, no, because her reaction to this was like the woman had uh, lit up a cigar or something, something totally egregious. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, uh, Dominic, as soon as the lights went down, my mask was below my nose. I'm not going to sit for three hours like that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the woman was not near Patty. Uh, there were other options there for her. But because she has done this in the past, once with a cell phone, once with somebody taking pictures while she was doing Gypsy, and she gets a lot of publicity. She's got a lot of buzz out of this. This only benefits her. Mm. So, no, I, I, I'm not going to let her slide on this. This is totally Patty behavior. Okay, well, Jacqueline, I um, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to uh, our friend Roger in Massachusetts. Good morning, Roger. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I thank you. Look, at, I think early on, I think you made a comment to the effect uh, it, uh, about Governor Hochul is not going to remove Alvin Bragg necessarily right away. Give him a chance. And uh, but she would be, but it was a, a, in consideration of political ramification. Now, I think it's time for New Yorkers to start associating soft on crime with her, associating her with soft on crime, and maybe she could maybe consider the ramifications of that. New Yorkers, voting New Yorkers, should start associating Kathy Hochul. As, as willing to allow soft on crime for perhaps for, for political gain, because I understand she could, uh, governors can move such people. Hey, Roger, you just, I don't know if you just broke up there, but, what? but, oh, there you go. But, uh, but, but I hear you, uh, I know what you missed. right now. No, no, I heard, I heard the whole thing, Roger, and thank you for the call. And thank you for the email as well. Uh, with with Governor Hochul, with Governor Hochul, she's got uh, right now somewhat of a big problem. And her big problem is the same problem that she had with the district attorney. And here's the problem that she had. It's called racial politics. There is no way on earth that she would move against the first black district attorney of Manhattan, none in an election year when she's trying to get elected in her own right. And she's got problems on the racial front again, because she bet on Michael Benjamin, uh, Brian Benjamin for Lieutenant governor and uh, the Harlem uh, landlord, uh, took a deal with the feds alleging a quid pro quo with Benjamin. And so his case of he's innocent and everything, if the best thing you can do, Mr. Benjamin is try to plea bargain with the feds. It's over. They already got uh, the Harlem landlord to say you engaged in a quid pro quo 
for campaign contributions. It is a wrap. You can put a bow on that one. And so she bet on Benjamin, a black candidate, to energize the um, the base out of New York City. And so now he's gone. Uh, that is the the governor, Kathy Hochul. And she's gone with uh, uh, a congressman uh, of color out of uh, the Hudson Valley now. And all of a sudden, she's vulnerable in the race for governor. And I never thought that I would say this, um, but 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 it is possible. It's possible now that a Republican might win the governor's uh, seat in Albany. Uh, Kathy Hochul will be the nominee, the Democratic nominee. There's no doubt about that. But she is now vulnerable. And I've got to take a break. I see all your telephone calls on Patty Lapone, on Mayor Adams, on crime, on abortion. Time for a break, and we will be right back. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Is Gracie Mansion, where the mayor of New York City lives, is it haunted? Mayor Adams says there are ghosts in there. So Adams tossed out this week the first pitch at a Yankees game and confirmed that he sees stuff moving around and hears footsteps in the uh, stately 223-year-old country house that became the mayor's official residence in 1942. And folks, um, and I've been to Gracie Mansion many, many times for social functions, and um, every time you're on the FDR going southbound, you pass Gracie Mansion. So Mayor Adams says that he believes that it is haunted. Let's go to John. Back to the telephone calls. John in the Bronx. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio yeah. 77 WABC. Hey, hey, Dominic. How Hi, are you? I'm good. Um, go right ahead. Thanks. First time I, I got through, um, but you, you, you have a good show. My friend and I listen to you as much as we can well, thank um, you. every night. Um, but what I wanted to remark on was um, <clears throat> the incident that happened with the woman that pushed the music teacher in yes. the street. Yes. Um, and sadly, the woman passed yes. um, as a result of that. Um, that was intentional. That was not an accident. This woman, this woman actually crossed the street um, and was walking on the same side of the street as the lady and, and intentionally pushed her down. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, so I just wanted to make that remark um, to kind of put it out there that it was intentional. And as a result of what she did, she went into hiding. Um, there was never any bail that was offered or given and uh in her court date today or yesterday i believe it was um the bail request by her attorney was refused and she was uh, remanded right but but initially her mother had put up about five hundred thousand dollars john i thank you for the call that's an ongoing situation And, folks, I don't like to comment about something unless I know what I'm talking about. And so to say that the only reason why she's in jail 
has been remanded is because she's white. I, I don't have anything to back that up. And um, un- until I do, I'm, I'm not going to even deal with that again un- until I have uh, further information. Let's go to Wilford in Newark, New Jersey. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, I like a few things about the... Uh, I'm listening, Wilford. Go right ahead, please. Yeah, I, know, I got a little nervous. The, the U.S. is under attack. Yeah, understand? They've been doing this slowly, but under yeah, under uh, attack by who? By the Democrats, taken over by socialists and communists. Mm-hmm. Want to get this one world government? And since they had this was a good way for them to do it, once this uh, pandemic came, and you got to realize you're under attack. You don't believe it? They they pandemic and they they. Stop anybody from telling you anything about the pandemic that was that they didn't like. Then they, then the reason why it ain't it's not working because it's not a regular, uh, a regular vaccine like you would get somebody that was immune to it and you mm-hmm. you know do that routine. Right. No, they didn't do that. You remember they told you, hey, natural immunity don't won't be as good and all this stuff. Right. Remember they said that. Right. Hey, hey Wilford, I, I hear you, but I have to step in because we have a full amount of phone calls and I only have about 10 minutes left and I'm trying to get to as many calls as possible. But thank you. You can give us a call another night. Jennifer, our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Congratulations. I'm glad you had a nice time. You all deserve it. You work hard and you, you put out a, a great program at night and I thank so you. enjoy it. So, thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. Um, Real quick, uh, two comments, if I could. Um, first of all, the woman that was um, the theater performer, I yes. don't know her. I don't know anything about her. never seen her, never heard of her. Other than the I heard she's, her she's very, very famous. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, for a theater performance, she didn't seem to have a lot of class, is all I'll say. I saw a group of women uh, sat upon a, a, a McDonald's worker and the McDonald's employees in Philadelphia they were using the same kind of language, just making a spectacle of themselves for no other reason. Um, because if that is some, there's no real validity to anything she's saying. Because the mere people go to the theater wearing uh, cloth masks that that match their outfit. Um, unless they're all wearing 95s and have fitted to their face, at most, at most, there's 10% protection. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she educated herself, she would know that. And I think she was just trying to make a spectacle like some other people have said, she may not need um, any more fame, but you, what do they say? There's, um, what's that thing? Um, to be in the news, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 15 um, seconds she of She got fame. her name out there. People are talking about her. And to me, I just was disgusted. If I had paid good American money to sit in that theater and have someone, she couldn't have gotten a point across with a little bit of decorum. I mean, No, I, I hear you, but, but she's known. I, I hear you, Jennifer, but I, I, I'm just trying to put this in perspective, and i got to move a little faster because we're short on time. She is a megastar that is paid big, big, big money. That's all, that's all I'm saying to you. I know you're, you're going to counter that that's not a justification to behave the way that she did. What was your second point that I have to move on? Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with her acting in such a uh, – I don't know. I think she was disgraced. She okay. actually could have made, gotten her point across and probably had the woman listen to her 
Uh, and the fact that people cheer that kind of behavior also bought me because I think it's a bunch of virtue signaling. I, 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 I don't really think did. they were really cheering the behavior. They, I think they were cheering her because they have, she's a major star, a Broadway uh, I, star. That's why I don't star worship. There's only okay. one God I worship. But quickly, Jennifer, your other point, then I have to move oh, on. sorry, real quick. And I, I don't care why they jailed that that, that little biatch uh, that pushed that precious woman down and killed her. She's she's a disgrace, and I hope she rots. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I'll say. You know, she had no, she, oh, she has no remorse. You don't know what she feels bad for, her sorry self. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's it's a horrible thing what she did, and that was a that was a beautiful human being whose life she took. And believe me, if I thought maybe she had a horrible night, she felt bad. No, believe me, Dominic, look at her. She's all about self. She's one of those. She's like a lot of people today, and it's well, sad. Well, Jennifer, and, I, and thank you. I thank, thank you, you for the call. Look forward to chatting in the future, Frank, on Staten Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. How are you doing? Good evening. Yeah, the last question is absolutely right. Patty Lupone, she's very talented, good singer, you know, that I've seen her on TV. But um, what she did at the play, man, I mean, she broke a, a character from the play to, to, to break the fourth wall. No, the play, the play was member. over. The play was over. And they were doing a skit, some type of audience involvement type thing. The play was over, though. Frank. Okay, so so still, it was completely irresponsible and and unprofessional behavior for her students to a patron, and by scolding what they call the woke scold, by scolding this person. I mean, there is there is the old saying that you get more more honey bees with honey. You get more honey with bees. Yes, I I got you. I I got you. I'm just screwing it up there. (laughs) <laughs> like, all, she had to, all she had to do was say, excuse me, in the audience, can you please put on your mask? Okay, hey, but, hey Frank, Frank I, I, wait, wait, Frank, I've got to move on, but how do you know this is not the thousandth time that Patty Lapone has done that? I don't know. Okay, well, Frank, I thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm going back to your telephone calls in just a moment, but joining me right now, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. How are you so, this morning? Did you have fun at the dinner tonight? I had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Mr. Number One. Hey, uh, you, you could say the same thing to the guy you face in the mirror every day. We're a collection of number ones. In, so in so how does it feel? I, You know, I, I have my perspective, but mm-hmm. how, how does it feel to know? that you're number one, not just AM, not just FM, but period. Well, I mean, you'd much rather be number one than number 20. So, uh, But are you feeling the pressure yeah, of what well, have you done for me you know, lately? I, I, well, I think you always feel that, right? And then another ratings book comes out in five days. So I, we're just... Really? Yeah. Oh. So we just got to keep our oh. fingers crossed oh. that we stay where we are oh. or, or keep growing, you know? Oh. So um, hopefully it continues. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. but uh, I had so, a great time. So what do you have coming up? Uh, all right. Morning? Well, it's Thursday. So we're going to do the AC report. We have now Atlantic City, as you know, is a very Democratic city. Like most cities in America, we have the only Republican elected official in Atlantic City, Jesse Kurtz. He's going to talk a little bit about the politics of what's happening in the town and what other cities can learn uh, from him and his example. Uh, we're going to uh, be joined by Jeremy Murphy, the author of the book F Off Chloe, who's been on the show before, all about the Generation Z people that are in the workplace these days and how they're interacting with millennials and Gen Xers. And uh, there's an eclipse going on right now, a lunar eclipse. So we're going to do we're going to get a live play by play 
play update from Dr. Sky on the lunar eclipse that's wow. happening right now. So folks can look at the eclipse, look at the moon, and uh, Dr. Sky is going to break down for us exactly what they're seeing while we watch it together. Wow. It's going to be and, fun. And what time is that? That's right at 1 o'clock, right? Four minutes from now. Wow. Four minutes from now. You select the next caller. Uh, how about Aaron in Brooklyn? Good morning, Aaron. You're chatting with Frank and Dominic. Yeah, hi, Frank. Hi, Dominic. How are you guys doing? Great. Now, um, I have a great idea for Eric Adams, and I think he should do what any smart businessman should do, w- would have done. He would have a private meeting with, me, with the prosecutor, with the DA, and tell him, listen, every case is named People versus uh, Joe, John Doe Weber. You represent the people of the city of New York. Hey, Aaron, you wait, enough- in, Aaron, in the interest of time, I agree with you, yeah. but the district attorney me- is not deciding these matters at the end of the day. He may decide whether to ask for bail or not, but it's the judge that has the ultimate say. Yeah, but we've got to stop. start with him. He's got an obligation as an attorney to represent us to the utmost and ask for the maximum in order to protect the city. The city's going down the drains. Now, I, I, now I, I, hey, Aaron, I, I kind of agree with that, Frank. I kind of agree with with Aaron because I, I feel that um, district attorneys are supposed to represent the people, period. Yeah, I, I think part of the problem, though, and I, I don't disagree with most of what Aaron said, but part of the problem is also the state legislature and some of the laws that they've passed. Bail reform right. is just the one that gets the most attention. But there have been a number of laws that make it much easier to get back on the streets. You see this fellow that shot this cop. You were talking about it. Um, he was already arrested for a gun crime, uh, which was a, a, a result of them catching him for another minor offense. And he was out on the streets. I mean, and, how many times can you be arrested and, and you, still you shoot know, people? You know the game that many of these criminals play, Mm. right? Um, Because some of the guys I grew up with are doing things like this. They cop a plea to go to a mental health program, drug treatment program, and it's just making a mockery of the entire system, period. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight is starting starting right now, and I will be back tomorrow, same time, same station, Talk Radio 77 WABC.